You're listening to Music Tectonics. Welcome back to Music Tectonics, where we go beneath the surface of music and tech. I'm your host, Dimitri Vitsa. I'm also the founder and CEO of Rock Paper Scissors, a PR firm that specializes in music innovation and music tech. And music industry conferences have been the bread and butter of my career since 1999 when I launched my PR firm. We get more leads, partners, and build a better network by meeting with people in person. Remember that? Finding these critical hubs and being there in person creates opportunities that just they don't happen anywhere else. In fact, one of the first people to walk up to me at a music industry conference and tell me that they're listening to this podcast is on the podcast today. And it, it, it means a lot to me because hosting a podcast can sometimes be as exciting as spitting in the wind because you, our loyal listeners, can't talk directly back to us. So I'm always excited to bring things full circle on the podcast by bringing a listener on as a guest. But Another thing that I love to do when I attend these industry conferences is look for the innovators. I like looking for the people who are making connections across industries, integrating unexpected technologies, seeding innovation for the emerging seismic shifts we always talk about here in the music industry. One year, I did that before the pandemic at the Music Biz Conference in Nashville, and I stumbled onto a room that had been named The Future Is Now, where Universal Music Group had assembled a variety of innov innovators who offered the latest in high-res audio, STEM-powered fan interaction, and more. So today's episode, we're going to do a preview of what UMG has planned for this year's Music Biz Conference. That's taking place May 9th through 12th in Nashville. I'm going to be there. Looking forward to being there. Music Biz is the main event organized by the Music Business Association, which is a trade association you may have heard of. So I'd like to welcome to the show Universal Music Group's Bill Gagnon, SVP of Business Development, and Christina Pimentel, the Director of new digital business and innovation. I'm excited to speak with both of you. Well, Dimitri, I'm honored to make it back on the Music Tectonic podcast. I'm a second timer here, right? Yeah, you are. <laughs> and thank you for having us on and all that you do to kind of support all the music and tech initiatives. Uh, glad you've been egging me on. And Christina, glad to have you here too. Super excited to be a part of the podcast and to talk about what we have planned for Music Biz. Yes. Awesome. So, you know, I got to see you at South by Southwest, Bill. How was that for you? That was incredible. It was an incredible moment. But you know what? Um, actually, one of the catalysts to have me go there was when you did your, um, your extravaganza in Santa Monica in November. And... Um, that was amazing because I'd basically been grounded for almost 18, 19 months at that point. And just the, I, the opportunity to get together with people, to exchange ideas, see colleagues I haven't seen forever. I realized how much I missed it, but not only because socially how much I missed it, but, but, you know, professionally new ideas and talking about it. And I think Christina, Christina was there as well. Yeah, I did. It was fantastic to get back and start seeing people reconnect again. I hadn't seen a lot of people's faces in a couple of years. So it was great to see everyone and, you know, start to kick off what the next season of events looks like. And let's hope and it's then with South by, like you were saying, Dimitri, that was in incredible, right? That was like a, another level. And what you did there, bringing everybody together from the music and tech community, your meetup was, was incredible. Got to see a lot of colleagues that I hadn't seen at that point almost two years and exchange ideas. And I know we're going to be talking about music business and what we have going on there, but I actually used your event to do a little bit of recruiting of some, some people to come help us out nice. with what we're doing at music biz. 
Ah, very cool. That that's great to hear. Um, yeah, no, the 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 meetup in Santa Monica last year, great to kind of warm people up. It was one of the first in person events. Most of the people that came to our our, our uh, carousel and our rooftop venue were like, "Oh my gosh, this is what it was like in the before times." And then yeah. to dig in, you know, not knowing what the turnout at South by was going to be or what the impact was, you know, I thought there was a there was a decent turnout in our meetup. Like I was like, "Whoa!" And I, you know, the funny thing, Bill, I thought of you there because again. And somebody walked up to me right before it started. I was like, hey, you're Demetri. I listened to the podcast. I'm like, whoa, who are you? And I met a new, you know, another new contact who is, he was new to music tech. And he was like, I'm listening. I binge watched, I binge listened to all the episodes to, to get caught up on this new field. So that was, that was super cool. And it does feel like we're returning to conferences and in, in, in person again. <laughs> yeah. Well, think about South by, I mean, when you had to commit to that, Omicron was still, Kind of, it was kind of starting to come down, but people were there's still a lot of uncertainty. So, um, I think that discouraged a few people. But with Music Biz in May, I just feel like it's going to be the full court press. Yeah, and it's neat about these conferences being in different cities too. You kind of can get like a, a regional, a different regional feel for things. It's closer for some people, a little bit of a Nashville flavor, an Austin flavor. Obviously, with South by, it's like you, you, you're it's on top of an Austin flavor because usually it's just everyone from all over the world shows up there. Um, yeah. And and music biz also, I think so. So why don't you tell us about the futures now, which is that that room that I walked into, and I guess you about five years ago you started doing something at music biz. What's the vision for doing that over the years? Yeah, I mean, the, the concept of it really was to is just to have an activation where we're evangelizing the intersection of music and tech and and really, you know, what people should care about at that particular moment in time. So a few years about years back, we partnered with Music Biz on it and wanted to kind of develop this room about music and tech, but also kind of integrated into some of their programming uh, that they were putting together rather than just going in there having companies pitch you ideas and things like that. It was, we actually kind of put it together with Music Biz where it's part of their actual programming. So that's kind of where the concept of Futures Now came up. And we wanted to have a, you know, a quote unquote, a curated experience that would showcase new products, technologies, ideas that are developing or bubbling up in the music and tech space. Things that like like attendees should be aware of, like they might not have the time to kind of do all the research their own, their, on their own, but they come by the future is now room and like spend 30 minutes, maybe an hour, and they can get downloaded on these three or four topics that we feel are important. So that's really the ethos of what the future of, of uh, the future is now was all about. Oh, that's very cool. And, and so um, what, what are you guys doing this year at music biz in, in May? What, what are the, the elements of the, the, the programs there? So we've taken a little bit of a different angle where it's less about the, the products and it's more about the, the programming that we're doing. So where there's two areas of focus that we, we have um, this year that we think are really, really important for, for not only universal music, but for, for the industry. One is um, women in music tech and their experiences. So that's one topic that we're going to focus on. And then the other one is UMG's digital innovation group and the work that they're doing in the startup and emerging company ecosystem. Like we have a really good global footprint. I know Christine is going to talk about it, but one area where we're indexing kind of low is in the Southeast. So when we are looking at music business, we're going like, why are we doing more in that area? Atlanta is a happening music scene. They got, they got tech scene developing Miami's big Charlotte. And of course in Nashville, there's a tech scene as well. And it's music city. So we kind of stepped up and said, we need to do more around what we're doing based basically in our backyard. 
So there's two pieces to it. One is the women in music tech and their experience, and the other is the UMG digital innovation piece of it. Is that right? Got it. So how can emerging women leaders get involved in in the programming that you guys are doing? Well, let me tell you a little bit about what the programming is that that we're doing. So we really have two things. I mean, the idea with the women in tech is, is that historically women have been underrepresented in tech and the way it's kind of working in, in music tech is similar. It's not quite as, you know, strong as it is in tech, but women are doing a little bit better, but there's still lots of areas of opportunity. So we have two main things that we're really doing around this initiative. One is more of a lean back experience. And we're going to host a panel with with some different leaders um, in the industry that are going to talk about the issues. And we're going to kick that off on Tuesday at the beginning of of the second day of the uh, of the conference. And that's more about like if you just want to come listen and learn and see what it's all about. And then if you really want to have a lean forward experience, this is where Christine and I think really the bread and butter is. We're actually developing workshops that people can come in and they can learn about the issues, talk them through and you know, find out more, but then it's more than just the workshops. It really, we want it to turn into more of like a mentoring session. So some of the topics that we're going to be talking about in there is how do you navigate the music industry? What about women and people of color and access? Um, and these are all going to be led by women leaders in the industry. So it provides a really good mentoring opportunity. And then at the end of each day on Tuesday and Wednesday, we're actually going to have a speed dating session where we can help kind of facilitate, um, our networking opportunities. And I think you've agreed, Dimitri, to help us out with that. Sure. Yeah. Be glad to do, glad to do that. Planning on it, actually. Got it. And uh, if you do anything like you did at South by Southwest, it's going to be incredible. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. No, I mean, love to get people together and share, share specific information, ideas, but also just get them meeting each other and build their own support network. What are you expecting, Christina, for, for participants of, of the program that Bill was just talking about? Yeah, it's exactly that. You know, we're seeing this as an opportunity to really bring all the women um, that are in the music industry back together and get them to reconnect. Um, you know, great to see them or have them come together again, see each other's faces, start sharing their experiences, learning from one another, being able to network and create that bond. Um, obviously, we're hoping um, that this activation at Music Biz is just going to be a launching point for us, building out a larger community, a larger network of like-minded women that we can be able to kind of use to lift each other up um, as we each go through our careers and also, you know, to create those mentorship bonds and hopefully, you know, have really great results um, at the end of it that are just kind of going to exceed all the way through. Cool. Does this fit into like a larger mentoring initiative? Um, How does this, what's going to help sustain this and, and how does it fit together with what you guys do on an ongoing basis, Christina? Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, on the digital innovation side, we work really closely with our women's network, diversity and inclusion teams. And, you know, our focus has always been about looking and bringing together really bold, bright startups, founders, mentors, and advisors into a space. As we go through all of our innovation programming and our startup programming, we always need access to really strong powerhouses in the music industry that are going to be able to be there um, as supporters of these startups as we go through these various mentorship rounds, as they go through um, and advance um, through, you know, their, their given spaces and to be able to be there as a network for them. So, you know, being able to access these strong women in music and business and bring them into that programming is just going to be absolutely amazing to enhance those experiences. That sounds amazing. Um, I'm curious how this got started. Yeah. So, um, you know, 
Um, it actually started after a dinner that I had with a few um, female founders and um, executives in the music tech space. Uh, we were having dinner, talking about what we were hoping that we might be able to do for this year, um, how they might be able to be involved in the digital innovation team's initiatives. And, um, you know, we were just bouncing off ideas, talking about it would be great to get together a large group of women where we can talk about, you know, some of the challenges that we face, ways that we can overcome them, ways that we can be each other's support. And that eventually led to us actually figuring out that um, Music Biz might be that perfect outlet for us to be able to kick it off. Um, the innovation team has been around since 2017. Um, driving diversity and inclusion through all of our efforts has been a key principle since then. Um, and now that we're entering into the fifth year, you know, we really want to make sure that we're accelerating those efforts and finding new opportunities for us to engage with the larger community. So just to make sure I understand, if somebody's planning to go to Music Biz or if they're not, they could get a badge and go to Music Biz and this will be like a track or a, a portion of the schedule that they can join in to attend either the panels Bill was talking about or the or the more in-depth workshops. And then that'll lead into some mentoring matchups or something like that. Absolutely. So it's going to be completely open sessions. We invite everyone to join us for the panels. Um, and then following the panels, we'll have kind of staggered uh, workshop time. So according to everybody's schedules, because we know that, you know, music biz is kind of a hectic time and a chance for you to really catch up with everybody. Uh, we want to make sure that we have those different opportunities for people to plug in. Um, they can join these workshops. We are creating kind of open and safe environments for people to connect. Um, we'll identify kind of what we're calling thought leaders to help to guide those conversations, make sure that but, you know, the conversations are staying positive and empowering. And for us to be able to then go into that speed networking uh, event at the very end where we're Got hoping it. to really kind of force people to, you know, connect with one another and go beyond, you know, people who are more comfortable to them or people that they would just kind of nav naturally gravitate to just so that they um, are able to really widen their bases and networks. Got it. Cool. So there's this this uh, programming component and then leading into getting them more engaged and then meeting folks and, and stuff as well. Got it. And they can sign up on the Music Biz website for the, for the workshops because the space is going to be limited um, um, to how many people we can bring in there. So... They will need to sign up before. Got it. So they're attending the conference, but they're signing up for these individual sessions as well on the, on the Music Biz website. Cool. So where do you see this going in the next year? I mean, Christina, it sounds like your vision is this is a kickoff of something that's going to be ongoing. What are you hoping to see down the road? Absolutely. You know, we're just really hoping that this is just, like you said, the kickoff. We don't want it to stop here. You know, Music Biz is not going to be the end-all be-all, but it is the opportunity for us to really start to form those networks, continue to have those communications. Um, the goal really is to have all these relationships that we forge um, through all of these events continue and kind of resurface through all of our programming. UMG is going to be launching several UMG specific bespoke programming um, that we'd love to get all of the relationships um, that kind of form out of this women in music or the startup relationships and just our general encounters at music biz into that programming. And, you know, we hope to be able to just really continue to evolve and to create and to shape what our programming looks like in not just this coming year, but future years with each of these mentors and advisors that we meet. Awesome. Love it. I can't wait to see what comes out of those conversations and those meetings. Who knows? Some new startups might emerge or collaborations, interesting partnerships from people that just happen to connect during this event. Um, so we've been talking about the, the women in music tech component. We've got to take a quick break. But when we get back, I want to ask you more about the UMG digital innovation component that Bill mentioned. We'll be right back. 
Eleanor here. Tickets are on sale now for the 2022 Music Tectonics Conference. Music tech innovators will gather in person October 25th through the 27th by the beach in the Los Angeles area. Join us at a special early bird rate, $249. The first 25 to register get a super early bird rate, just $199. Get to musictectonics.com to snap up your conference ticket at a great price. Your ticket gets you in to three days of programming in Santa Monica, California. Join us for panels, keynotes, exhibitors, a startup pitch competition, networking, and connecting. We've selected offbeat venues in easy walking distance of each other and the beach. If you're not getting my newsletter, head over to musictectonics.com now and sign up. You'll get updates on the music tech and innovation programming we're planning for this year's conference and more. See you in California this October. Okay, we are back. And like I said, just before the break, I wanted to ask you more about the UMG digital innovation component of what you guys are doing at Music Biz. So let's talk about what else you have going on there. What's that programming going to look like at Music Biz? Yeah, absolutely. So it's actually similar uh, similarly structured to the women in music panels and workshops. So we will kick off the day with a panel where we have several industry leaders talking about you know, emerging trends in the southeastern U.S. Um, in terms of the startup spaces. Um, we'll be talking about ways that startups can work closely with UMG and um, different ways that we can continue to kind of grow together. Um, then we'll go into closed off workshops. Uh, we actually are going to be selecting about five startups to participate in this workshop just because we do want to keep it kind of like an intimate um, conversation that we'll be able to really answer and address any questions, provide the correct um, education to some of these startups um, and really address some of their concerns. Um, and then we'll end the day again with some networking um, where that's open. And we really invite everybody to be involved because like you said, um, Music Biz and all of our programming hopefully will be a great way for individuals to get involved with new startups um, or for startups to find mentors or advisors or the like and you know really take their business to the next level. Gotcha. And is this the same kind of thing where they apply through the Music Biz website or is there another place to get involved? Yes, absolutely. So on Music Biz, um, on the Music Biz website, you can go ahead and um, enter your application. It'll be kind of a standard forms that you can fill out. We'll require, you know, basic information about the startups. Um, then we'll select the startups that we feel kind of more uh, appropriately fit the needs and, and um the, I guess the needs and the materials of the sessions right. um, that we really want to incorporate. Um, and then from there, we'll notify those startups. Um, we will be providing one gratis pass to um, a member of the startup team so they can join us at Music Biz um, and they'll have availability and access to all of the other workshops as well. Um, and then we also encourage everyone to stay tuned for additional promotions that are going to be on UMG's main uh, LinkedIn and Twitter pages for more information about the programming. So how does this fit into the larger UMG Digital in Innovation Initiative? And, and maybe maybe explain what that is for starters. Yeah, absolutely. So the Music Biz programming um, is almost directly aligned with the UMG Digital Innovation Initiatives. So the pillars of the digital innovation team are primarily on education, um, ideation events, accelerator engagement, 
and startup development and licensing. So we host sessions like those at Music Biz to really introduce startups to our initiatives, to help educate on certain points, to help address any concerns that they may need. Um, and then we also host any kind of ideation events. So hackathons, innovation challenges, we have our own bespoke programming, um, a program recently that we launched at the end of last year called UMG Connect that really bring the startups into the UMG ecosystem, get them introduced to UMG um, executives, but also giving the executives an opportunity to learn about new and emerging technologies that are coming through that might be useful in their everyday lives. So whether that's working with artists, working um, you know, more label direct, providing services to the larger business, um, being able to kind of touch on UMG's large kind of organization and all the different ways that startups can work on that space. Um, and then I know, um, and I can go into this a little bit further, um, but we also have an accelerator engagement network, um, which currently consists of 12 accelerators around the world um, that we work really closely with providing mentorship and it provides us with great visibility into startups that are really located around the world um, and a good opportunity for us to look into that startup development find creative ways to work with these startups that they're looking for licensing in particularly, or just looking to work with UMG as um, running pilots or whatever it may be, but just really finding creative solutions. Wow, it's really interesting. I mean, you mentioned all those pillars of the innovation initiative, and um, it it's really interesting how things have changed in the music industry as we've switched from a physical to a download to a streaming to what's next world. Like it seems like we've seen the numbers come out recently about the growth of the industry and how much of that is in these new digital and new licensing spaces, and. Um, you know, it's it, that's always been the question. It's like, well, how do I get music into my app or into my platform or or things like that? You guys are now creating sort of a springboard or an entry point to first get educated and then start to learn how certain things in the industry work because maybe some startups are just from the tech side and don't know the the music rights and licensing side. Um, and, and then to start to introduce them directly to executives who would be making decisions about potential licensing or potential partnerships. Um, it's, it's, it's interesting to think about how things have changed so much. Absolutely. I've been at UMG for about five years now, started off in this role. Um, so this has been a really great way to be able to see, you know, what is really emerging out there, what startups are looking to be involved with UMG. And we are definitely that entry point. Um, we know and understand that UMG is a large organization that sometimes it's hard to find the right people. Um, so we definitely encourage all startups who are listening specifically, you know, to reach out to us if you have any questions, concerns, and we'll be able to hopefully put point you in the right direction. And, you know, we're looking forward to connecting with all the startups. So as we've got a lot of, uh, you know, startup listeners on the podcast, I'd be curious if we could talk just a little bit, we don't have to talk specifics necessarily, but what are the types of things that can come out of working with the UMG digital innovation? You don't have to name specifics, but just like generally, like maybe I've got a streaming platform. Maybe I've got a social platform that needs to have music. Maybe I've got a live streaming platform. What are, what are, maybe I've got a fitness uh, app or something. What are the types of things that you hope will emerge from uh, when, when startups and music tech companies engage with the digital innovation program? 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that you name the kind of types of companies that you do, because those are definitely the types of companies that we see. And we take a really holistic approach um, to how we're working with startups and the startups that we see. Um, just because UMG is so such a large organization, um, you know, w- we can generally find different points that we're able to plug startups in. So outside of just kind of making introductions to any um, appropriate teams, uh, you know, our what we always love to see is when pilots actually come into flourishing, if when we're able to actually bring some of these ideas into life. So, you know, if you're a startup who's listening um, and you're curious whether or not, you know, you should be reaching out to UMG, I highly encourage you to reach out to us and reach out to the digital innovation team um, because, you know, we can work with you to find out who those appropriate contacts might be, um, but also we can see if there are larger opportunities there, whether that might be a pilot or partnership opportunity. Um, We've had several companies that have run through some of our programs um, that have maybe even run through multiple accelerator programs that have then gone on to work and do pilots with various different business units um, just because of the diversity of the range that they're able to provide in services to UMG. Um, And then we've seen them then go on to work with labels uh, directly in their territories. So there are really kind of endless possibilities for us to be able to kind of determine what those might be. Um, So again, we encourage you just reach out to us. We can go ahead and and then work through what might work. Um, Another example being that we are planning to do merch um, for our music biz activations. And we actually reconnected with one of our teams um, that was part of our UMG Connect program. And um, they're based out of the UK and they're going to be creating and designing all of our merch um, that we're going to be providing to the participants of the music biz um, sessions. So really cool. So I'm like, large extra large somewhere in between there so um spices in the uk are smaller Dimitri. okay extra, extra large. yeah double xl <laughs> then let's make it cool so you mentioned earlier christina these accelerators what's the relationship with the accelerators and what are some examples of some of the accelerators that umg works with yeah. Uh, so we have an accelerator network of about 12 accelerators around the world. Um, these partnerships started to form in October 2017 um, as we're having these these conversations with different um, accelerator programs determining you know, what the best approach might be for UMG. We determined that you know, working with companies and accelerator companies um, specifically that are already you know, founded, that have kind of set programs um, that are, you know, well-established in the territories um, that are getting some really interesting startups um, into their programs would be a great fit. So we began to kind of identify the areas that we thought were, you know, really highly innovative countries around the world. Um, And then we started establishing relationships with them. And through these relationships, you know, we've created uh, light touch partnerships with each of them. Uh, We provide guidance, mentorship, educational uh, sessions, and kind of opportunities for us to engage. Um, on different points with each of these startups. Um, programming looks kind of different for each, just depending on the needs. Um, but mostly we have uh, we have formed partnership with generalist accelerators. So they're not necessarily music tech specific, um, but we have also gotten um, a great glimpse into certain companies um, that are then looking to get into music, but necessarily maybe music wasn't necessarily, you know, the core of their business plan hmm. or the core of their foundation. So it's introduced us to a really great companies. Um, but we also do have um, several accelerators that are music tech specific. So those would include Lean Square and Liege Belgium. 
Music Den in Toronto, Canada. Um, those are the two main ones. Um, but in terms of generalist accelerators, you know, they are quite varied um, and vary depending on a startup's need, whether they're looking um, to engage at an earlier point or at a point further down the line. If they're looking for funding, um, that's also sometimes an option with some of our accelerator partners. So I definitely encourage anybody who is listening who might be interested in connecting with any of our accelerator partners to visit the UMG Digital Innovation page off the larger UMG uh, website. And they'll be able to see a list of all, each of those accelerators, um, see if there's a fit for them there um, based off of territory, based off of interest, based off of the scope of the audience that they're hoping to reach. Awesome. That's super helpful. And that sounds like a great resource. We're going to take another quick break. And when we get back, I kind of want to widen out a little bit and get some of your perspectives on where innovation in the music industry is going. We'll be right back. Whoa, the ideas are flying fast on this episode. If you want to follow up on anything we're talking about today, we've made it easy. Head over to musictectonics.com and find this episode on the podcast page. You'll see show notes full of links and a timestamped roadmap of the conversation. We're not responsible for internet rabbit holes you tumble down in the process. Now, let's get back to the conversation. Okay, we are back. And like I said before the break, I'm curious if we can maybe get a little bit, while we've got you on the podcast, get a little bit of perspective on some of the emerging innovation that you guys are seeing. When we widen out and look in that perspective, what gets you two most excited? Any takers? I'll take it. I'll, I just, if you, if, you, if you think about it, just all the things that Christina has been talking about is just our level of engagement with the startup and innovation uh uh, community is is really stepped up, so we're obviously very very excited about it. But I've been at this for over 25 years, and if you look back at 10, 11, 12 years ago, I could not have imagined what the, the business would see the kind of growth that it has today. Um, and if you look at recorded music, it's just the majority of the sources of revenue are coming from things that we didn't even really imagine. But in terms of the use cases. It's all from these new platforms that like nobody could have really thought of 20 years ago. A few people, but they were wrong on a bunch of them. So that's incredible. You know, just mute. You got health and wellness. You have higher quality audio experience. Social video is crazy. Like like nobody really saw that coming 10, 15 years ago. Web free opportunities. The list goes on and on. I mean, how can you not be excited about the future? Yeah, definitely. Christina, what, what innovations are you keeping your eyes on? Yeah, I would say all of the above. I like to kind of keep an open mind just because I start, as I mentioned, I have started um, on this team about five years ago. And I, can, I can't even describe how much music tech has changed in the number of startups that we've started to see over these past couple of years. Um, definitely, again, propelled by the pandemic. We definitely saw, you know, a huge rise in a lot of startups um, that hadn't necessarily been you know, at the forefront before, just as people are looking to find new ways to engage with their fans um, and also to create those stronger bonds between fans themselves and being able to have those opportunities and kind of reimagine what life looks like post pandemic and, um, you know, really kind of just figure out what the future of music really does mean. So I'm just overall excited to see what innovation does come out of, you know, the next couple of years um, and also just what's going to be kind of laying the foundation for the innovation that becomes the norm in the next decade or so. Um, and I'm also, you know, just so excited to engage with all of the motivated founders that are so excited to make a difference um, in the music tech space and be able to really propel the music industry to that next step. It feels like we 
we've gotten to a place where the there was this phase where digital was sort of slowly replacing physical almost not fully replacing because there's still physical and the resurgence of vinyl and even cassettes we hear. Um, but now it feels like there's this other layer. It's like what you guys were talking about where things that we couldn't have even imagined are now becoming like, like more than just anti-money. It's like (laughs) there's legit businesses happening. And, you know, we obviously we've mentioned some health related and fitness related. That's a whole category. Video games is a whole category. Um, and, uh, it'll be so interesting to see what those next, like this. So now we're talking about things we didn't imagine five years ago or 10 years ago. What aren't we not imagining right now? (laughs) You know? And, and that's where, like, if you're at the top of the funnel with new startups and, and, and sort of finding those moments of engagement, we'll start to hear those ideas. And, um, and we've had an entire podcast episode with not a single mention of NFTs or DAOs or, <laughs> or, or even the metaverse. <laughs> it should be exciting. I'm hoping that when we come to your music biz events, um, not only we see some great women leaders emerging, um, but also some great ideas of these kind of future ways in which we can kind of... Um, build business around creative music, great music, danceable music, listenable music, fun music, music to exercise to, but also other, other things that we haven't even thought we needed. You know, um, we had a recent episode, um, with, uh, with Endel and, and they're, they're a, um, AI generated slash collaborating with music app. And they talk about, you know, music to walk to, you know, like get into your cadence and stuff. So who knows what other activities will emerge. Um, this has been fun. I'm really excited to see you both and to, and to participate in the, the events that you guys have going on at music biz in May. So maybe, uh, one last time, how can people get involved with these various music biz programs this year? Yeah, definitely encourage everyone to visit the music biz website, check out the schedule, uh, register for your for the particular events that interest you most. Um, if you're a startup, again, please do apply on the Music Biz website as well. We'll be doing some additional promotions um, on UMG's central uh, LinkedIn and Twitter. So please keep an eye out for that. Um, and if you have any questions, you know, please visit the website. Um, there is an email to the UMG digital strategy team um, that you can go ahead and uh, feel free to reach out to and we'll answer that right away. Cool. So musicbiz is at musicbiz.org. And uh, if you click through the conference, they can start to, to get their badges and start applying for some of the programs there. Absolutely. And we're looking yep. forward to reviewing all those applications and to meeting everyone in person. Awesome. Well, Bill, Christina, thanks so much for joining me on Music Tectonics. Um, looking forward to seeing you in Nashville. Yes. And thank thanks, you so Dimitri. much. Dimitri, for hosting us and also for being a part of our programming at Music Biz. Awesome. Can't wait to be there. Thanks for listening to Music Tectonics. If you like what you hear, please subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We have new episodes for you every week. Did you know? You can dig deeper into all our episodes with the show notes at musictectonics.com. While you're there, look for the latest about our annual conference, sign up for our newsletter to get updates, or get the Music Tectonics app for music tech news. Everything we do explores seismic shifts that shake up music and technology the way the Earth's tectonic plates cause quakes and make mountains. Connect with Music Tectonics on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and find me, Dimitri Vitsa, if you can spell it, on LinkedIn. Bye-bye.
You're listening to Music Tectonics.